Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, it's Natalie Teens and Natalie Jean. Today on Chatting with Nat, we have recording artist Jurea Alizé. Danville, Illinois native Jurea Morris, better known by her stage name as Jurea Alizé, is on her way to becoming the music industry's next most promising songstress. At a very early age, Jurea took up singing, which quickly turned from just a hobby into a passion. Music is, and singing is what protected Jurea's heart and peace of mind through the many hardships growing up and her first heartbreak. Never the one to let the negative energy affect her and always finding a way to triumph through her trials, Jurea has an intense and relatable story to tell. And what better way for her to express those emotions through singing and making music? With inspirational icons to admire such as Beyonce, Rihanna, Anita Baker, Miley Cyrus, and Taylor Swift, it's with versatility and personal experience that have molded Jurea into yet another iconic artist in the making. Now working on an upcoming project with some notable collaborations such as Travis Cherry, Jurea Alizé, plans to create music that inspires and mesmerizes fans. I believe that I can bring diversity to the music industry. I love music from all cultures and walks of life. Music is what connects us as beings, and I want to connect us all. Through my music, I plan to uplift, guide, educate, and heal the world. The legacy that I will leave behind is self-love, peace, and harmony amongst all pearls. I want to be remembered as the artist that healed the world. Stay connected with musician and talented artist, Alizé. Let's give her a round of applause. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for that amazing introduction. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I always like to make sure people uh, feel warm and fuzzy because mm-hmm. my two little hands are just not going to do it. Um, and I think that all the um, independent artists out there doing their thing, you know, <laughs> that need to be applauded because we work hard. Yeah. We are. Um, so you deserve the applause. We talked about this mm-hmm. tonight. Tell me, um, how important is it for you to be authentic in your music, in your life, your career, and what you want to bring to the world? Um, it's extremely important to be authentic to me. That's one of the things that I genuinely live by. I kind of try to be that person that steps outside of the box or expectations, and um, that is my gift to the world. That is what I want to preach. That is what I want to own and always live by, to teach people to be themselves and to also always be myself. That's very important. And like I always tell people, and I said, I think I mentioned this in the IG Live, you know, music is our superpower. And 
if we can use our music, our voice, you know, whether we play instruments or not, uh, mm-hmm. our key uh, to uplifting the rest of the world. It's like you never know how your songs, your lyrics, your melody can affect somebody else in such a positive way. You know, somebody could be down. Right. Listen to music right. and say, oh my God, I feel so much better. Somebody could be angry and listen to your music and feel so much better. Somebody could be going through a breakup and listen to your mm-hmm. music and feel so much better. Music has that mm-hmm. power. It has the power um, to move mountains. Um, that's why when I see so many things, you know, happen in the industry where, you know, like country music, you know, you have to watch it go to fight break down barriers to be seen and heard. It's just ludicrous to me because yeah. it's, music. it's music. Now, that, I don't Did you watch the halftime show at the, um, I was going to say Grammys, Lord have mercy, the Super Bowl? Um, unfortunately, I did not. I'm not really too big on um, watching TV, honestly, and like sports and like Typically, I'm that person that watches or finds out whatever's going on in the world last. <laughs> I love that. I, I, <laughs> I don't really watch uh, football, to be honest with you, but when the Super Bowl comes on, I definitely watch it. But I mostly watch it to um, watch the halftime show, depending on who's performing. And so the reason I bring that up is because, obviously, there were these legends, uh, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Nuke Dog, Mary J. Blythe, Eminem, 50 Cent, uh, 50 Cent, <laughs> uh, that were on there. <laughs> there's been a lot of discussion about that performance. I would say oh. 90%. Yeah. I would say 90% of people love the performance because the people of those generations were like, what? Yes, I am. Ooh. Right, right. Definitely some heavy hitters. Yeah. It some, brought some legends. Shut <laughs> up. And tried to dance, broke their back, all kinds of things. All right. And then right. you have the other side that was like, oh my God, it's hip hop. It's negative. Somebody even said it was racist because they had one white person. Now let me let me get this straight. Oh okay. wow. Now that Yeah. So so that person obviously doesn't do anything about R and B, hip hop or these legends, because to even come out with that bullshit. Um, is this ridiculous? The one white person was in yeah. um, is ridiculous. It's just I can't. This is the thing that I can't say when people come out mm-hmm. in this show. And but what I love is this. Somebody, a couple of people made this statement. They they said that people need to watch that show because all these people on that stage are over fifty mm-hmm. doing their thing. All of right. between, between them, some of them have won several Grammys, Emmys, Oscars. They need mm-hmm. to watch, whether that's a genre or not. Bow right. down. They are 50. Oh, it's still mm-hmm. doing your So when it goes to show you, right. there are no limitations. None. Age is nothing but a number. Do you agree that's with it? it? Do you agree? That's it. Absolutely. Um. I often Absolutely. say, it's very interesting. Here's another question. Now, people come out with music, they'll come out with singles, they'll come out with albums, they'll promote them for about, um, let's say, three, three, four months. Maybe they'll promote it for about a year. And then after that, they're, they're on to the next project. And, oh, mm-hmm. and people are 
I'm not going to listen to that one anymore. I'm like, what are you talking about? I believe, and some others believe, that music doesn't have an expiration date. What do you say? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) So, funny fun fact, I prefer old school music, which is why I never know what is going on right now. Um, I've been working on myself and, like, trying to, I guess, stay hip and stay up to beat. Honestly, but I have an old soul. And so um, I literally listen to Anita Baker, um, Tony, 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 um, Keith Sweat. Like, this is my everyday playlist, you know. So I genuinely listen to older music, and I personally get really excited when I come across an old school song, but it's new to me because this was not my generation. So there's a billion songs that I'm sure I love that I've never heard. And so um, it was funny. I heard a new song (laughs) for the um, first time and it was, it was definitely an older song. I'm really trying to remember the name of it. Oh my goodness. Um, It was by, I think Marvin, Marvin, something or melvin i'm honestly looking okay let me see marvin sees candy liquor Mm. (laughs) and i have never heard that song before you know what Yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was saying, like, have you heard the song? Candy liquor? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't forget it. I wouldn't forget the. Um, that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it I'm... was um a very much so. <laughs> it was a vulgar song, but it came out um a long, long, long time ago, and so it was surprising, um, honestly, to hear such vulgarity. And older music, and yeah. so um, yeah, that was just like an experience. Like I love to listen to older music. Just honestly, music will never have an expiration date. I'll, I'll have to check that out. But yeah, music <laughs> music definitely doesn't expire. I mean, I know I've known I've read about artists that actually that you know recorded music back in the day, and then they bring it back, and then it. it mm-hmm. back back in the day didn't hit the top charts and then they bring it you know years later and then it's a hit I know that right. I know that, you know sometimes in this industry they're saying oh you know you have to be a certain age which is BS there are people that were in their late 50s that started in their late 50s charted won Grammys and all that stuff so people mm. need to get out of their head music is music people are not going to love you because of the way that you look listen Nine times the ten people are listening to the radio station, they they haven't even seen you and they say, Oh my god, I really love that song. I have to look at it up. Mm-hmm. No, okay, I'm going to put that on my playlist. You know, there's right. no expiration date with music. Um you can push a song until you've had enough of pushing the song and you can move on to the next. I know some artists that, you know, they they're creating an album and then six months later they're like, Oh, okay, I'm doing the next project. They don't give it a chance for that one project just to, you know, marinate. Mm-hmm. Right, oh. right. It's just, it's just crazy. Now, what inspires you? What makes you feel inspired? Uh, 
So genuinely what moves me is um, children. I've worked with children since I was about 14 years old. Um, I've always been in summer camps, um, stuff like that. And so just working with kids genuinely showed me how I wanted to live my life. Mm. I know that as we get older, you know, we kind of let society and life kind of kind of wear us down, you know. And yeah. I just I try to reflect back to being a child, you know, when you're a child, you dream big, you have these wild, crazy dreams, you know that you can fly a plane, you can do this, you can go to the moon. Right. And that that energy and that love and that drive diminishes over time. That's true. And um so that's like really what I wanna do. I wanna I wanna be that light for everyone, first and foremost, but like for our upcoming generation and the kids to come, I want to be that example to them that you can do whatever you want to do, no matter the circumstances. Just don't stop. Stay persistent and get it done. Amen to that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, what is something that... Sorry, I didn't um, hear that question. What is something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Everything in the world. <laughs> what? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, honestly speaking, um, I am a Virgo. I do um, believe in astrology. I'm very spiritual. And um, so for all my Virgos out there, I feel you. I know you feel me. But I definitely feel like I am misunderstood because I am a strong, opinionated but loving person. So sometimes I'll express myself very strongly and it'll come off as, you know, maybe offensive or maybe um, overbearing to some people, but everything I do, it comes from a place of love. And um, so that's something that people misinterpret me caring maybe a little too much rather than being offensive. Let's see, you and I can, I can relate. I'm a person that believes in speaking your truth. Now, in the beginning, I will mm-hmm. be I will be soft and lovely. Now, depending mm-hmm. on how you come at me is what, what the result right. is, what the next words are going to come out. You know, one of the things about me is that I, I always stand up for people. I'm always fighting for people, especially independent artists. Been mm-hmm. spoken. You know, people know this about me now. You know, some mm. people are afraid to say stuff to me or something. Oh, you know, that's Natalie. Um, <laughs> but the thing about all that, all of that is that there are some people that, that want shy in the corner, but when they need something, they'll call me. They say, well, Natalie, I know you've done this before. Can you help me? This, these are the same people who are in the corner. They don't want to be, you know, that shine that light in the dark. They, 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 but they mm-hmm. want something um, so I, I understand you completely. Uh, what is the most, yeah. most important thing that you have learned about the music business? Um, the most important thing that I've learned is that everything takes time. And yeah. you have to first trust the process and trust yourself and trust your vision. Um, if you see it, then it's only a matter of time before everyone else will see it too. You just got to genuinely give it time 
and mm-hmm. follow the necessary steps to get focused on yourself and remain healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. Amen to that, Lord have mercy. Yes, Lord. Um, I agree with you 100%. Now, which do you prefer? You're a ver- versatile artist. Which one do you prefer, rapping or singing, and why? Or, or do you not? So, um, I honestly just realized that I kind of had a rap flow. I genuinely ah. never put myself in like the idea of rapping because everything that I'll sing, like I'll still, I'll, in my head, it's like, okay, I'm just singing. But um, with talking to people and, like I said, just observing and, and taking in everyone's words, I realized, like, okay, maybe I do rap a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And so that's um, a new side of me that I'm tapping into. And I'm so excited to learn and see how far I can grow within this this different form of expression. So I really wouldn't be able to choose, um, but I'm definitely enjoying myself and I'm enjoying learning everything um, that I need to learn. Um, well, rapping, um, I have one rap song. And I actually wrote that um, for a contest many years ago. It was, it was about The Walking Dead. And I think I won the oh. contest became number two. And I actually played it for my sister again yesterday. She goes, is that you rapping? I say, yeah. Mm-mm. You know, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not Snoop. I'm not Eminem or 50 Cent or whoever, but I'm doing my thing. Um, you know, we can all try a little something a little bit different. Um, what is the one thing that you tried, okay, with music, it didn't work out, but what did you learn from it? Hmm. Something that I've tried that did not work out. Um. Um. That's an odd question. I'm not. The, the, right. The, like, you genuinely have to, you know. Something <laughs> that I have. I, there's a word that there's a, a word I don't like to use in the question. The question basically says. What is your big, biggest failure, and what did you learn from it? Because I don't believe in failure. I believe that right. you are learning experiences. Mm-hmm, definitely. So it could be, um, you know, uh, somebody approached you about working with you with your music, um, and you tried it. Mm-hmm. You realize something was BS. When <laughs> um, you learn that and you do your due diligence, um, it could be anything like that. Um, um, I've genuinely learned to be flexible with change. Um, I I like to have control over a lot of things in my life. It, you know, everyone likes to be comfortable. And one thing I have to learn is change and elevating is the most uncomfortable time you'll ever be. When you're in that process of changing, you're in that process of growing, you're going to be so uncomfortable. And um, so just being able to meditate and breathe and and focus in when things aren't going as you believe they should. Right. And I specifically say as you believe they should, because that's not how it's meant to go sometimes. We all have our views. We all have our ways. But there are times in the divine time that Mm -hmm. we have no control over. And things typically work out better if you take that deep breath and you let it flow. 
Amen. Just see how things go. In the midst of the in the midst of the heat, things are things are twisting, things are turning. Don't let that break you. Right. You know. Right. You keep I going, see. you take your deep breaths and, and you adjust to the change and you'll see it was all a part of God's plan. I agree. Now, what are the best resources um that have helped you along the way in your music career? YouTube. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. YouTube. YouTube. Like literally. Um that's that's what gave me my happy spot. Like, you know, during quarantine we had to sit in house. So right. there's only so many circles you can do around your place, you know, depending on how big it is. I don't know everybody's life. But at the end of the day, there's one area for you to be. And with being able to go to, you know, just random beats, like most times I didn't even write things down. I wouldn't have my book. I wouldn't have no pencil. I wouldn't be focused on writing music. I'd just be feeling the music, and i just vibe with myself. And it's it's like a natural high. Amen. Okay, number two, we have YouTube. Got three. What are three things? Give me three. Give me two more. <laughs> okay, two more. Um. Okay, let me see. What else? YouTube expressing myself. Um. Just having the freedom to say what I want and do what I want is like helpful. Okay. Because. You know, we're really constrained in everyday life sometimes. And and you can put whatever you want to in your music. You can say whatever you want to. You can talk as much stuff as you want to, and you don't care because it's your music, you know. So um, just having that that creative freedom was definitely something that I learned because it was funny, like, going to the studio. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> and... <laughs> It was it was kind of weird listening to myself after you know I would record something like oh my gosh who is that woman coming through these speakers mm-hmm. you know it's it's you open another side of you that's right and so that was awesome and just being able to do that and um, learning I learned to speak through my music mm-hmm. and yeah there were times where like. Obviously, we're having fun. We make a catchy a catchy phrase, and we write it down, boom, okay, there goes a song. But with the things that I was going through, <laughs> I didn't know how to channel that energy and release it through my music, like leave it, leave it on the track, you know. I didn't know how to do that. And so, again, with life and situations, I was upset. And one day I just, you know, I just, when I am upset in general, um, but specifically for this time, I would just sit down. I just wrote down everything that was upsetting me, everything that was bothering me. I wasn't writing it down lyrically. I wasn't looking for things to rhyme. I just mm-hmm. simply wrote down, just not bullet points, just simply like it's just something about putting pen to paper, guys. Like you just get that release out. Write it down. I don't care if you write it down and then you rip it up and burn it and never do it again. Just get that release out. It's so healthy. But I just did that, and then next thing you know, 
okay, I got that out there. And then when I put it in the song and then when I listen back to it, you know, it's like I don't feel that way no more. I feel released, like, okay, I left it on the track. Like, I went crazy on that track. So not only do you create something positive from your pain, right? but you're able to listen to it and reflect on how you felt at that time and be proud of your growth. Amen. Amen. So it's a win-win. Now tell us about your latest project. What are you working on? What have you been working on? So, a little <laughs> tea, guys. So I have um, I have two singles out, The Piano Man and The Godmother. Right. And um, following that, we do have The Jeweler. And mm. the jeweler, he is a professional with the pearl. He knows how to touch and kiss and do other things in all the right ways. <laughs> but um, <laughs> there's always something to it, you know. It can't be too sweet. <laughs> no, it can't be too sweet. So the... You got to do your thing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's something going on, you know. You can never really be too sure. And if you go and watch the Piano Man, it's it's a everything ties together. Um, okay. The Piano Man, that's my hustler. You know, he's good with the keys. He lives this lifestyle, and okay. um, but he can't play me. You know, men that live that type of lifestyle don't typically always have time for you, and that's, that's a problem for me. I want all of your time. And so, um, you know, there's the Piano Man, the Jeweler, and the Godmother, and each story correlates with one or the other. You go check out my video, The Piano Man, on YouTube at Jerea Alize, J-A-R-A-I-Y-I-A-A-L-I-Z-E. Don't forget the apostrophe. Go check it out, and you will see Piano Man interrupts a wedding. And that mm. just so happens to be the wedding with my jeweler and I. So that's all yeah. I can say. There's more. There's more to the story. <laughs> that's actually a very cool idea that you're presenting. Like if somebody releases a single, and then after the and then the next single is this like it continues the story. So you literally, yes. I mean, you could release singles. Not everybody releases albums anymore. You could just continue the story with all of the singles. That's not very smart. Now, what is the Godmother about? So the godmother, that's our superhero. She is there to save any and everyone from a domestic abusive relationship. Um, No form of abuse is acceptable, not physical, mental, or emotional. Um, And everyone deserves a good and healthy love. So, you know, I I do have close friends, and I have personally been in situations and I know how hard it is and, and how some people feel alone. So the godmother is there to let you know you're not alone, you are worthy, and you do deserve a good, healthy, wholesome love. And you know, if if nobody's there, the godmother is there to help you out and still be there to chop it off if necessary. Beautiful. I wish Kanye would listen to you. And <laughs> <laughs> that man don't lost his money. <laughs> He's just become this abusive person. The woman doesn't want him anymore. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he, the, Kim Kardashian needs to listen to your song. Obviously, has a new boyfriend. Doesn't <laughs> Kanye. 
Kanye needs to listen. Oh my gosh. All right, we're going to play the Godmother. Part of it because you know what is it? What's interesting is that there's 
there's not many black female or black artists that do metal. Um, mm. And to mix a little bit of rap, it's very sultry, R&B-ish, rock, metal, whatever, makes it a, a very interesting song and it's very catchy. And obviously you can sing very well. I actually love the song a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Wonderful. I appreciate that. Um, 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 Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson, honestly, like he's definitely a legend. I love Mike. When he passed, I was like hurt. I listened to Michael Jackson for like three years straight after that. Hmm. Human Nature is my favorite song. Yes, I, I grew up listening to the Human Nature, so I get it. I completely get it. Now, who do you want to perform with alive? Who's alive? Live Beyonce, Queen B. <laughs> I love Beyonce so much. I really do. Let me ask like, you, what do you, what, what do you love about her? I love her authenticity. I love her style, her charisma. I love her energy. She is like one of my like biggest motivators and I've loved her before I knew anything about astrology. So mm-hmm. when I got older and I realized that we were we were five days apart, my, I'm a Virgo as well, guys. <laughs> um, September 9th, that's my birthday. And it was, like, even more of a connection when I got older. Like, now I really feel you. And then, like, with her music, of course, like I said, when I was younger, I just liked the song. It sound good. When you're able to go back and listen to that music and you can relate to it, it hit different. Right, 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 right. No, you're 100% right. What is your goal when it comes to music in regards to where you want to see your music? Um, what in, in your branding, you know, what do you want to happen with your music? What do you want to make happen? So with my music, what's going to happen is everything in the world that can possibly happen I'm going to go global. We are on the charts right now in London and um, and out in every, every – it's a couple of other places. I'll say London, France, um, mm-hmm. a couple of places, Germany. Um, that's the godmother's doing really good um, overseas and stuff right now. So, like, I'm going to go global. I definitely plan to expand my brand with – products and things to give and to help people like in their in their life whether that's clothing whether that's something for your skin whether it's something for your hair I'm definitely going to give everything that I have to give to the to the world um in every way shape or form like my legacy is going to go surpass music I'm not going to stop that music I definitely um plan to help children in all ways and shapes and forms I'm really big on education. I graduated last year, guys, with a degree in psychology. I minored in sociology, and I got a women's studies certificate. I did all this while taking the baby to class with me. (laughs) Bravo! Bravo! Bravo. (laughs) Mm. 
Yeah, I was I, I was that, that girl in the classroom with the baby in the back trying to keep her quiet. Like I've had her situations where I've taken exams and um my my Swahili teacher, oh I love her, Malimu. Mm. She held my baby while I took my exams. Like Aww. I'm a firm believer in and reaching a, a higher education, but simply just never stop learning, and especially for kids. Like, get through those phases, and then after high school, just live your best life and figure out what your purpose is from there. But go through those phases. Get that understanding. So, And I know it's not easy, so mm-hmm. I'm going to help you, you know? <laughs> so, like, I, I want to mm-hmm. be an outlet for everyone in some way, shape, or form. So, like... We we going to the moon. We going past the stars. We in the universe. We on Pluto. That is wonderful. That's inspiring. You know, it, we need more people like you out there that you know are unstoppable. Basically, you know, you have Absolutely. your goal. Your goal. You're going to see it through no matter what. I think that lots of people, you know, women and men, will both be inspired by by that. Um, because it takes, you know, a lot of strength, a lot of willpower to see through, see things through when, you know, life is not too easy. But you know you have that goal and you know that's what you're supposed to be doing and you're getting it done. It's very important. Yeah. Um, some people don't realize how their destiny, their mission is very important to the world because uh, you can help so many other people in this lifetime uh, Definitely. Your music and everything um, that you do. Um, what's the best part of being an artist and what's the worst part of being an artist? The best part, I would say, about being an artist is being able to uplift yourself with your own freaking music, bruh. Like... <laughs> I've found my times, like, one of the things that genuinely motivated me to, like, okay, I'm going to get in the studio and I'm going to produce my music was there was a time where I was lost and Mm. I wasn't able to find happiness through music anymore. I couldn't Mm. turn on a song and, and change my mood. No matter what music I turned on, no matter what genre, I just felt empty I'm like something's missing like this isn't anything I want to listen to right now right. and I was like I gotta listen to me right and and so having that feeling and then being able to listen to my music and and, and lift my moods after being in a puddle you know it's it's crazy as it's undescribable um I that was it. that part. What was the second part of the question? I'm sorry. What is the uh, what is the worst part about being an artist? Mm. So the and then the worst part is is the vice versa. When you are stuck and when you don't have that motivation or uh-huh. you're you're not feeling it, and this is the one thing that you know you love, that you know you're good at, that you know is your craft, and and when you have writer's block or the music isn't hitting like it needs to. That's the the worst feeling in the world. Like <laughs> it's the worst feeling in the world because it's like my entire world is crashing down. This is my world. This is what I do. If I don't have music, I don't have anything. I'm not who I am. Like how do I live? How do I survive? I don't know. 
and then yeah. it'll just all come back. Like, and I'm a little dramatic sometimes, but you know, <laughs> that's how I feel. Like when I, I, I feel like everything is crumbling down. Like I lose, I lose a lot of, a lot of feeling. Like it's, it's weird. It's very uncomfortable, but it's through those moments that I produce the best music when I'm, when I'm blossoming out of that dark moment. Now, you know, as artists, we have to be on every darn platform there is, whether it's Facebook, TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Clubhouse, you name it. You're all over the place. Yeah. How, how do you manage your, your marketing and your promoting and keeping up with the Joneses, as they say? <laughs> well, um, I think I was telling you, I'm not internet savvy, tech savvy. <laughs> So um, um, this was definitely something for me to learn. Like I said, it's a new project. I'm open to always learning. But I try to take the easiest steps possible. Like, you know, on Instagram, you can post on four different of your pages all at once, you know. Use those resources. And, and, and you get the word out in the same way, you know. Like, I don't see the difference between using something that can help me post on four or five different things rather than posting on those individually. I like to um, stay away. I don't watch the news, guys. I'm sorry. I don't watch the news. And when there's, like, really big events or, like, a lot of things going on, depending on the circumstances, I try to stay away from social media, honestly. Um, It's a lot. And I do feel like every now and then in, in the world that we live in, it's really good to take time to yourself without electronics. Just breathe. Watch a movie. Eat some popcorn. <laughs> you know, just take that time. So um, I'm a very personable person. I'm really to myself. So I like, I do what I need to do for the most part, depending on the day. And then, you know, I go about my business. Yeah, our, this generation is completely de- different than any past generations in regards to, you know, artistry mm-hmm. and how we promote and market. Unfortunately, you know, we gotta be on these platforms. Um, I too, uh, I mean, I'm I'm tech savvy to a certain degree, and uh, being being all on all these platforms can become extremely exhausting. Um, you have to come up with mm-hmm. ideas. Some people, some promotion company told us uh, that, you know, it's better to post something different on each platform, which is, oh, my God, mm. it's to me. I'm still trying to figure out what to say on one platform, and then people want me to say, <laughs> no, uh-uh, not only doesn't have time for that. TikTok, they say you should uh-uh. do five videos a day. Now, I've done well, two or three recently. That's because if something pops in my head right then, I'm like, oh, I should put that on TikTok. I will do it. But uh-uh. I my don't problem have... with TikTok is I gotta be cute. I don't got time for that. <laughs> you um, gotta be cute. Like every time you're on your TikTok, uh, oh, and you, like you TikTok should... goes so fast. You should you should see my TikTok. Nobody's not cute. I could care less. I don't have time for that. I'm mess. sure you're cute enough. Yeah. No, 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 no. There are kids now. There not. No, there's stuff that look. I look like trash. <laughs> Complete and utter trash. My TikTok. You know, I put my cats, I put my music, I put all kinds of things on my TikTok. Um, but I want to, mm. like I did recently, uh, one where we're showing my, my insomnia eyes because I suffer from insomnia. So I'm like, I look like a ra- raccoon. 
This is ugly. Take a look at this mess. Um, or I'm working out. I'm showing people that I'm on my Peloton and I'm sweating. Right, right. Uh, because one of the things they said about TikTok is the videos that get the most views are the most authentic videos. So I try to be yeah. like, yeah, I try to, uh, you know, I haven't gone it ratchet, ratchet, but um, <laughs> that, I may come on there ratchet, really ratchet one day. Um, yeah. Oh, I and that's perfectly fine. And that yeah. is perfectly fine. That's why I love TikTok. Everyone's just themselves. They do whatever they want to, and it's crazy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then, you know, there's a misconception about people think that people are just being silly on there, but there's a lot. There's seriousness, there's silliness, there's things that you can learn. There's things that, oh, my God, you never knew. You're like, oh, I've been using that that way, but it's supposed to be used that way. Like the thing with the pineapple. Right. Pineapple, right? It up. Yet you were just supposed to pull the those tap things out and eat it like that. And you're just like, huh? I've been doing this for how long? Okay. Exactly. Uh, and the little strainer, you know, right. I have the little strainer when I saw. <laughs> and you're not supposed to like, you know, put whatever. Let's say pasta in there, and then you know, do it the way you're supposed to just. Put it over the pot and let the water drain now versus having to take well, your noodles and you do see? the extra. <laughs> now, I, I recently did one where, so my mom and I were cleaning up one of the rooms in the house and uh, I found this thing and I'm like, what is this? And I re- realized that it was, you know, back in the day, people had training bras. And I did mm-hmm. a TikTok with it. I said, and I put it on my head. And I said, guess <laughs> what this is? You think it's a headband? Nope. It's a tra- my training bra. <laughs> now I can use it as a headband because Lord knows I couldn't fit one boob in that. Um, <laughs> something funny like that. It's like funny finding, I don't even know why people have training bras, to be honest with you. Um, what are we training our bo- boobs for? Um, it's just ridiculous when you think about it. <laughs> are they running away? It's not like you wear it and your, your boobs are going to be sticking out as lifted. Because when you get older, yeah. they're going to drop. They're dropping. Like <laughs> that's, that's what they're trading for, the marathon, for when they oh go running. God. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. It's just, women go through so much. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Um, but thank you, Jaria, for being on Chatting with Nat. I had a wonderful conversation with you. I'm going to follow your journey. I can't wait to uh, see more of the story with your song. I'm excited. I think that's a wonderful idea, the concept of each single relating to one another, and that's a story that somebody can keep up with. I love it. Okay, okay. Money on the first. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed myself as well. Oh, my gosh. You know, until next time, you know, let me know when your, your next singles come out. You can play them here on Sim. I'm chatting with you. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, she's she's hilarious. All right. well, thank you. Thank I you. Hope you. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Yes, it's definitely nap time. <laughs> All right. Yes, it's nap time. It's mama time now. It's mama time. Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you. You stay safe and and keep doing what you're doing. I love it. Thank you.
I'm definitely going to follow you on everything. The energy was great. And I just can't wait to see what 2022 has for us. Yes, amen, hallelujah. All right, everyone, chatting with that, we're reporting on Jaria Alize. You can find her on her website, Alize. She's also on Facebook.com, Alize Dreams, and Instagram, Jaria underscore Alize. Until next time on Chatting with Nat. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Thank you.